Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast the number one spirituality podcast on iTunes. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm the UK's leading law of attraction expert, award-winning life coach, two times best-selling author, manifestation YouTuber, speaker, and badass spiritual queen. I'm here to help you awaken and turn your dream life into an abundant reality and help you create your positively wealthy life full of happiness, abundance, and joy. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. Hey gorgeous souls and welcome to another one of my Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast episodes. I am so excited to have the wonderful Mart Tweedy or Canny Crystals as you probably know him as here on the podcast today. So Mart, if you don't know, is a well-being and law of attraction practitioner with several years of mindfulness coaching, manifesting practice and crystal knowledge under his belt. His focus is around holistic healing by way of using meditation, crystal therapies, gratitude and visualization to bring forth and awaken the power that lies dormant in each one of us. Welcome to the show, Mark. How are you doing? Oh, thank you for having me. I'm amazing. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you. I'm very excited to be returning the favor and bringing you on the podcast today (laughs) so we can talk all things crystals. One of my absolute favorite things. I always say that I have like decorative crystals and useful crystals. So I will quiz you all on your crystals a bit later on, Mark. But before we dive into that goodness, When did you spiritually awaken? What's your story? So I know we spoke on my podcast last month, didn't we, about how most spiritual awakenings come from kind of a traumatic experience and mine does as well. So as long as I remember, I've always had an interest in, you know, tarot cards and psychics and spiritualist churches. And I've just generally been obsessed with anything supernatural or spiritual. I grew up watching Charmed, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, And I think I was just fascinated thinking there's more to life than just the black and white that we see every day. And I came from a family that had very little growing up. We always had the essentials, you know, like food, water and love. But my family were far from well off. So I think like everyone else, my journey started with, you know, The Secret. And I read that in 2016. Um, And 
Manifesting and visualization was a fairly new concept to me. At the time I was working in the NHS, I'd done mindfulness training, was qualified as a mindfulness teacher, uh, but I started visualizing daily and I wanted to set myself a goal of three and a half thousand pounds for a three-week holiday to Indonesia. And at the time, like I said, I was working in the NHS, I had about 15,000 pounds worth of debt and I was just basically working to survive. So I hadn't had a holiday in a good few years. So there I was each day, I was in the bath, you know, visualizing myself on beaches, visualizing that £3,500 surplus in my account. And just on a bit of a whim one day, I remember seeing an advert on Twitter for a new series of the ITV game show, Tipping Point. I don't know if you've seen that before, Emma, but it's yeah. Ben Shepherd, you know, where you answer questions, you get a talk and you put it in the machine. It's like those two pence arcade machines. Anyway, to cut a long story short, taking that inspired action, I applied and a couple of months later, I got invited to a little audition at a hotel here in Newcastle. And before I knew it, I was on the show. And it'll be no surprise that I was the winning contestant. And the amount I won was £3,500. <laughs> and you know when you just get those little light bulb moments and you're like, holy shit, I did this. Yeah, it was one of those. And obviously, the more I told people about that, the more I got shot down with weird looks and you know, people thinking I was losing the plot. It's hard to explain to non-believers, isn't it? You know what I mean? And I remember telling my partner, Johnny, about it one day, and he read the secret. And a few weeks later, he came to me and said, guess what? I visualized something small, a 50 pound note. And today my boss came up to me and put two 50 pound notes in my hand to say, thank you for going above and beyond. So that was it for me. I was sold. I was like, okay, this really works. And then for the next three years, I didn't do absolutely anything, okay? I think more than anything, life got in the way. You know what it's like. Almost like I immediately snapped out of cloud cuckoo land, as my mom calls it. And I thought, I'm 30-year-old now. It's time to buckle up at work. Get me head down if I want to climb the ladder. So then if we jump ahead those three years into 2019, just to paint a bit of a picture for you. I've been working in the NHS now for 12 years. And I was in debt. I had credit cards. I was struggling to get my mortgage. I survived day to day, don't get us wrong, but money was very tight. And I was in a £30,000 a year job, but I was still struggling to make ends meet. So I started visualizing all over again. And I always had a keen interest in social media. And I thought, one day I'm going to be on TV. So I was visualizing myself sat on the This Morning couch with Alison Hammond, okay, chatting away, you know, just like little flyaway goals. And I could hear her voice and smell her and things like that. Not in a psycho way. <laughs> and... um. One day, my friend at the time, Amber, came to me and said she was in the running to be on Love Island. Would I look after all of her social media while she was in there? So obviously, I jumped at the opportunity. I said yes. And a few weeks later, things got crazy. Because I was in charge of her social media, I got invited on to BBC Radio 1. I was on BBC News Breakfast. I was on Capital Radio. The Huffington Post even ran an article on me, branding me the most successful social media manager of all time. And then guess what happened? I got invited onto this morning to do a little section on Love Island. And just by chance, guess who came in on her day off? Alison I wonder. <laughs> Honestly, it was just again, one of those moments where you realize that visualization works. So there I am, 29th of July, 2019. I'm on top of the world. It was the Love Island final. Our mortgage went through that morning after six months of hell, as I know you go through yourself. And um, we got the keys for our house at 5 p.m. By 7 p.m. I was out in Newcastle and Amber won and obviously I was ecstatic and I remember being pulled up on stage. Everyone was screaming and crying. It was just a real triumph moment for me. 
And we got home a bit later than planned because I'd had a few drinks. And the next morning I was laying in bed and my phone was ringing. Now, I remember looking at my alarm clock and seeing it was 6 a.m. So when I looked and I saw it was my mom calling me, I sat upright and answered and I knew something had happened and my gut sank. And I relived this call over and over again in my head. But my mom told me that while I was out celebrating, nobody in the family basically had wanted to disturb me and spoil the mood. But my granddad had been taken to hospital in a lot of pain that came on instantly. And unfortunately, he died in the ambulance before they even got to hospital. And he wasn't ill. It came on so suddenly. And my granddad raised me. He was the father figure in my life. I didn't have a dad growing up. And I felt like instantly my world fell apart. It was definitely a kind of a blurred few months that followed this. I kind of closed myself off from friends, family. I would literally be laying in the bath for hours on end. And I just started on this mental health decline, kind of on a downward spiral. I was unable to see a way out. And a few of my friends had unfortunately taken their own lives that year as well. And I was just starting to question everything, almost like, is this where I'm headed in life? The one thing I do remember is calling out to the universe one night in the bath. And I just asked for a sign that things were going to get better because I was literally on the edge of ending it all myself. And one day the NHS sent me to Liverpool. Now I love being in a hotel alone. That's my me time. And I went and I got myself a hire car and the girl who served me in the hire car place, Carly, um, she recognized me from being on this morning. We immediately got on like a house on fire. So a few months later, I added her on Instagram. She opened up a little crystal shop. And because of how nice she was with me when I was in Liverpool, I supported her. I bought a box of five tumble stones, really didn't have a clue what they were about. But she told me they would help my grieving and my mourning. And I started carrying them around with me daily. And she had recommended like, like crystals for grief and purpose. And I kid you not, slowly but surely, doors started opening for me with new opportunities. You know, grieving got a little easier. My mental health seemed to improve day on day. And the more it did, the more crystals I bought. So over the next 18 months, I'd accumulated over 200 crystals of my own, I think it was, much to Johnny's delight. And I remember one night thinking, you know what, I'm really passionate about this. Maybe I could start a little side business, you know, during the lockdown of pairing candles with crystals. That might be a good idea. So with my last £250 in the bank, I took a chance and I bought a handful of candles from a friend. I bought a few rough crystals. And I remember when I was trying to think of a name for it all, my granddad always used to say to me, Gan Canny. And that's like just before I left his house, it's a Geordie way of saying like, take it easy, like go go steady. And I remember hearing his voice in my head, like saying Gan Canny, Gan Canny. So just like that, I launched my website, Canny Crystals, um, on my birthday, uh, 30th of March, 2021. So just to put that into perspective, that was 22 months ago. And I've now got just under 100,000 combined social media followers. My podcast went to number one in the UK for self-improvement in July last year. It's listened to by 16,000 people a week. And I've just recently completed my 26th order, 26,000th order, shall I say, sorry. And I've just recently launched the Canny Crystals Academy to help others on their spiritual journey and to help them come into their own as well. And what a journey, Mark. Like, I literally, like, I feel like I've just gone on the highs and lows with you there. Like, <laughs> what a journey. Thank you so much for sharing that. And You're very welcome. It just shows, doesn't it? Like, I hear, as you can imagine, I hear so many different stories and, mm. you know, 
experiences from people here on the podcast guest wise where people might have awakened very young they might have heard about manifestation before then like yourself they lose touch and then something happens in their Mm -hmm. life that gets them back onto track gets them focusing on that so it's lovely to hear all your manifestation stories and like how it's all kind of pieced together but also that pinnacle moment for you where that sign came in and like that purpose came in thick and strong of like the crystal business and everything so it's it's really interesting to hear everybody's like backstory and how it all pieces together but what a journey and I bet your granddad will be so proud now looking down on you with everything you've achieved so I love that I love that but for people who are listening who are like I've probably seen crystals I know what crystals are Mm. but what are crystals like how do they actually help us in life so I see it all as, you know, like everything is energy. Everything has a makeup of energy in some way, shape or form. So crystals basically act as a kind of power hold for healing, kind of a bit like a foam battery, if you'd like to think of it that way. So as they allow positive and exciting energy to flow into the body, they do away with the negative toxic energy. So they work by kind of channeling your energy levels and they focus on healing your body from the inside out. So some people also think that crystals carry the power to induce a placebo effect on the body, which is scientifically proven to help medical treatment anyway. So I always say to people, if you're not harming anyone and you really don't believe in it, maybe the placebo effect will kick in then anyway. Do you know what I mean? And you're still going to see some benefit. But overall, crystals have their own particular vibration and frequency. And from the way they move and interact these vibrations and energies work in a benefit in our and basically uplifting our mood and our mind and our health. And they often, often in the way kind of, you know, the essential oils and aromatherapy work. So we're all open, open to, you know, going for an aromatherapy massage if we had the chance to. So why is crystal healing any different? So they're all naturally extracted from the earth and they harness the energies, you know, of the sun, the moon, the oceans, which as we know, are all natural healing energies and they they therefore improve our state. So when you place or you hold a crystal over your body, it's going to interact with the body's chakras. It promotes physical and mental wellness. And if you use them in a certain way, they can also improve your concentration and creativity. They can promote physical, emotional, and spiritual cleansing. And most people will quite happily buy a crystal, but then not know what to do with it. So when it comes to like, you know, cleansing and charging, there are a few different ways to do this. It really all depends on you, the user. One of the most popular ways to do this is to use the energy of the sun or the energy of the full moon. So we had a full moon here in the UK last night, for example. I know I had my crystals outside. I'm sure you did as well, Emma. And um, both bodies, the sun and the moon, are said to supercharge your crystals and cleanse them. And some people even like to pass their crystals, you know, through smoke from an incense stick or sage. Some like to visualize a white light encapsulating the crystal in their hand. Some like to use a Tibetan singing bowl and let the sound wash away the impurities. Some even bury them overnight in the back garden. Some take them to the beach to like wash them in the sea or rivers. It's all down to you. And I say this all the time about spiritual practices. It's whatever feels best intuitively to you. So when it comes to caring and working with crystals, again, whatever works best for you. Some people store them on shelves around the houses. Some people keep them in a bowl. Some people keep them in their bra to be around their energy because most women don't have pockets. And when it comes to working with crystals, I don't think you can just leave them to sit on a shelf in your house and expect them to work day in, day out for all eternity, because that's what most people do. And then they pass crystal healing off as, you know, I've tried it. It didn't work. But like anything else, you've got to put in some form of action, some form of work. 
And like I mentioned earlier, we have to look at these as though they're batteries, okay? So sooner or later, they're going to need charging. If you left your mobile phone for a month on a shelf, do you really think that you're going to still be receiving calls and texts? No, you're going to need to give it a bit of love, stick it on charge. So as a general rule of thumb, once a week, I go around the house with an incense stick, blowing smoke across my crystals, or I'll wander around the house playing a Tibetan singing bowl just to refresh the energy, like off the crystals, give them a bit of a boost. And then once a month, I'll even sit with them in my hands. And just for a few moments, I like to close my eyes, visualize, set intentions, speak to them, tell them what I want them to help me with in life. And that's class as setting your intentions. And I think there's something so, so powerful about, you know, speaking your intentions to your crystals and letting them know where you want them to help you in your life. You might look like a nut doing it, but honestly, it really, really works. But everything I do in my day-to-day life, I manage to incorporate crystals in some way, shape or form. So if I go in the bath, I've got, you know, crystals for relaxation around me, amethyst, howlite, celestite. On my desk here at work right now, I've got crystals to increase productivity and creativity, like quartz, aquamarines, carnelian. In my car, I've got protective ones, you know, like just so that when I'm on the road, I I can drive around knowing that I'm protected. And I mean, you can imagine what my house is like, can't you? I'm I'm a big believer in feng shui as well. And I know we've both got a few podcast episodes on our podcasts about it, but I've got wealth and abundance crystals in my wealth corner. I've got selenite above my front door to cleanse energy. I've got labradorite behind the door to transmute any negative energy into positivity. I've got rose quartz and tiger's eye in my relationship corner. I've got a giant lump of amethyst on my bedside table to help me have a rest of night's sleep. I don't think there's a room in my house that has less than two crystals in it. Put it that way. Even the toilets. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. And now I'm thinking, I'm like, I think I'm the same. I don't, I don't think I've got any in the toilets, but I've definitely, they're definitely in every room and they're definitely more than two as well. Um, and as I was yeah. saying, I've got my decorative crystals and my useful crystals, but they are all, mm. they are all useful, definitely. But because I've got so many, if I was to sit there every month, like cleansing them all and like setting all the intentions, like I would that would be a full-time job for me in itself, Mark. So <laughs> I focus on the ones. I was going to say I was just going to say, because I get asked pretty much like every day, does size matter? And I always say to people, the larger ones are more decorative. You're not exactly going to carry like a 20 kilo amethyst round and work with it every minute of the day. Whereas tumble stones, you've got the same energy in a little like palm sized stone. Do you know what I mean? So you can work with that on a daily basis. But I'm the same. I've got decorative all over. I've got little ones that I work with all over. I mean, my desk right here, I know you can't see it, but it's covered. There's about at least 30. And I love wearing them as well, actually. Like crystal jewelry has to be my favorite. Um, my yeah. rock and roll necklace is like oh, my be all and end or I love it. Um, and also like I have little crystal bracelets that I wear every day. So I swap them up. But I feel like that's probably the easiest way for me to work with them consistently because then they're there that that visual reminder yeah, yeah. for me rather than like, oh, crap, I left it by the bedside or crap, I left it in the kitchen. You know, it's on me so that I'm personally working. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com with that crystals energy so like you say there's so many ways to do it and that's the beautiful yeah. thing about it that it's not one shoe fits all like there's so many different ways and so many different crystals to work with so um yeah I definitely believe they have so much healing power and I always remember when you were saying about putting it in the bra I used to do that all the time and they would pull <laughs> out and I'd be like sorry crystal every time I take my bra off at night yeah um and my friend, Anne-Marie, she had breast cancer when she was 27. This was back in 2016. And just when I was kind of like finding out about crystals and stuff. And I always said to her, right, put this rose quartz and amethyst tumblestone down your bra on the side of the cancer. Like, you may think I'm mad. You may think this is stupid. But what have you got to lose? And she exactly. is like a really big skeptic. She's way more open-minded now after like seven years of me talking about all of this. But she was definitely skeptic at the time. And I always remember her saying to me, like, when she got the all clear, when she's been in remission for all these years now, she's like, I am converted whenever I had those crystals, especially during like the chemotherapy yeah. and the radiotherapy. She was like, I always felt so held. I always felt so loved. And like, I a hundred percent knew it was the crystals doing that. And I was like, oh. see, so um, yeah, I'm not putting that down to the success of her treatment at all. Obviously there were other contributing factors, yeah. but even the fact that she felt loved and felt safe in those moments is like a huge bonus. Yeah, it's the comforting thing, isn't it? And I always say to people, if you're not harming anyone, then who are you to judge? Do you know what I mean? Because people always say to me, you really believe in all that? And I'm like, but I'm not harming anyone. And if it's helping me and it's comforting me and it's bringing me joy, who are you to tell me to stop? Amen to that. Well, Amen, let's, sis. <laughs> let's talk about abundance because that's why everybody's yeah. here. We want to manifest abundance. We want to manifest good stuff. So what crystals should we be working with, Mark? Oh God, if I had a pound for every time I get this in a message, I would be a millionaire. Um, but like I asked my customers, an abundance of what? So we need to be specific here because people see the word abundance and they assume it's just money, but abundance could be anything. You could have an abundance of love or luck or good health. But trust me when I say that, there is a crystal for everything. So my wealth ball in my house, for example, has citrine, pyrite, jade, green aventurine, because they're all for luck, abundance, wealth, and prosperity. And I even sell those together as a bundle on my website because they're just so popularly bought together. But when it comes to love and you wanted a, an abundance of love, you could use strawberry quartz because that helps to call in your soulmate. Or for an abundance of peace and tranquility, you could use howlite, for example. It really all depends on what you define as abundance. And I know... For example, a lot of your listeners are wanting an abundance of money and an abundance of wealth. And we know this because we've got positively wealthy, <laughs> just putting that out there. And um, but like I said, the, the main money crystals that I deal with are citrine, pyrite, jade and green aventurine. However, for those of you out there who really want to supercharge your manifestations in all aspects of your lives, 
there's Moldavite. Okay, so Moldavite was formed from the impact of a meteor 15,000 years ago. And because of it, like, it's so highly transformational and it's so rare, its price has just shot through the roof in recent years. In fact, I think it works out at around about 20 to 25 pound per gram. Sound like a bit of a drug dealer there. Um, but I... <laughs> what are you dealing, Mark? <laughs> I know, Moldavite. <laughs> um, but I've even got a piece of it on my necklace right here. And you can see how small it is. It's about the size of my little fingernail. And that cost me £75. And it's tiny. But I really believe in the transformational power that it brings to me daily. I think it's really good for manifesting abundance in every sense of your life. Yeah. And I hear so much about Moldavite, which is my next question to you. Like, mm. I feel like TikTok has created this whole trend of like Moldavite. And like, there's so <laughs> much like scarcity around it of like, yeah. are you ready for Moldavite? It will change your life. You're not prepared for what it will do yeah. to your life. And I'm like, Fucking what is this crystal? Gun? Like, I've purposely not got any so far, Ma, because I'm you literally know. like, what the it's gonna happen like I've just done my heart healing heal journey like what the f is gonna happen if I get that Moldavite so I always think like and I remember who is it who said this to me Tamara Dreesen said this when we did crystal month in the membership she always said to me the crystal that you have the most resistance around is the one that you need to work with the most and I'm yeah, like yeah. damn it <laughs> Do you know what? I'm going to send you some after this as well, Emma. <laughs> but, but, um, seriously, if anything happens, I'll be like, why did you send the Moldavite? I'm joking. Oh, seriously. Like, so this piece here, I know like you can't see this on the podcast, but I'm just holding the piece up to the camera right now. Um, But this piece here was nearly £300. And I work with that on a day to day basis. I've always got it in my hand all the way through podcast interviews. I get a real sense of calm from it. So personally, I don't think Moldavite is scary. But I think that the main reasons, like you were saying, that people do find it scary is because of a TikTok video that went viral a couple of years ago. So there was a girl on there claiming, you know, don't buy this crystal. It will ruin your life. And trust me when I say this, no crystal gives off bad energy. Okay. Mm -hmm. They simply imbue and enhance the energy that we already store within. So this girl had basically claimed that within a month of working with Moldavite, she'd lost her job. Her boyfriend had broke up with her. She had to move out of her family home that she had with him. She was at rock bottom, basically. But then just a month later, she put another video on, which didn't go viral, ironically, about how she was then hired for the job of her dreams on almost double her salary, that she was so glad that she found out her boyfriend was cheating on her. So she was glad that she'd finished with him. She was left a hefty lump sum in inheritance from, I think it was a grandfather's death earlier that year to enable her to try and get a mortgage of a dream home. But the damage was already done from that first video because we see something on TikTok, on Google, on YouTube or anything, and we take that as verbatim. And the more people saw that first video than the other one, I think the first video had something ridiculous, like 9 million views. The second one had 100,000. So... What I'm trying to say is, yes, it's going to be an intense ride because people see Moldavite as a time accelerator and what might have taken you years to notice, could you come to terms with and benefit from, that all happens to you within a few short weeks, okay? And I don't want to say that it's the ultimate fertility crystal either, but I think I'm onto my eighth canny crystal baby now from customers who have worked with it and miraculously fallen pregnant, okay? So I'm just putting that out there as a caveat. If you are going to buy it, Make sure that you're prepared because just be careful, ladies, okay? <laughs> but seriously, the change that it's made in my life has been astronomical. So when I think about it, 12 months ago, I was still working in the NHS, nine to five. I was running canny crystals in my spare time, earning maybe a grand a month on top of my NHS wage. Now I'm sat here in my own office on the quayside in Newcastle. I turn over six figures a year. And to put that into context, 
it, I get more in one month than I was earning in an entire year working for the NHS. Last year, I had a Range Rover Vela on my vision board and, you know, as one of my materialistic goals. And I got to pick it up in four weeks' time. Me and my partner, I think this is an exclusive as well, me and my partner, because I haven't even told my mum yet. We've just had our first adoption meeting this morning. So we formally filed for adoption. Um, I was featured in Vogue last month. I also did a talk to hundreds of business owners about achieving your goals last month. That was massive for me because I would never in a million years have thought that I could do public speaking. But I kept this moldavite by my side the entire time. And I honestly put all of this down to crystals and spirituality and self-development because it all intertwines, yeah? I've had a lot of self-limiting beliefs and self-doubt creeping in daily on the lead, like the lead up to going self-employed. But I knew in my gut that this was the next step for me. I knew working with crystals, they were telling me this is the next step. This is natural. It all felt very calm and comforting. And my NHS work started becoming really tedious and almost boring. And I was trying to work out daily how much I needed to make to support myself and take that leap. So for the last 12, the first 12 months, I was working two full-time jobs, starting at 6 a.m., finishing at 10 p.m., seven days a week. So obviously when I told my family and friends that I was leaving the NHS, I got things like, you know, you can't leave the NHS to sell rocks from my nana or <laughs> Martin, you've got a mortgage to pay, remember, from my mom. And I get it. Like I say, we came from nothing, but these were all limiting beliefs. This was them laying their fears and their concerns down. And I always go back to that saying when someone says jump of my family would always say, but what if you fall? Whereas I'm more of the mindset of but what if I fly? So I think the first month I left the NHS, my sales hit rock bottom. They hit the worst that I'd been since opening. But that was the universe testing me. And the more I read into that, the more I realized this was because I was panicking and hitting that desperation mentality and trying to manifest sales from a place of, oh my God, what if I get no sales? And the universe was like, well, there you go, no sales. So I started work with my life coach, Jude, here in Newcastle. And she really helped me to thrash these limiting beliefs and see that, I am more than enough. And the sales started to roll in again. And like I say, I'm consistently hitting 30,000 pound months now. That is crazy to think I used to get 30,000 pound in a year in the NHS. And I put it all down to working with crystals, particularly Moldavite. <laughs> well, I will take the challenge, challenge accepted. I will work with Moldavite. And I think, you know, from that example you, you gave there with that TikTok video, it's so true of like, we don't see the full picture when you see such short mm. clips like that go viral. And um, I remember back in 2018, um, a psychic I was working with at the time told me to work with Septarian and she was like, that's going to help to transform like any lack of self-worth or beliefs there. And every single day, like there was a mantra she gave me to like ask the crystal for its help to reprogram these beliefs. And honestly, like, I feel like that's probably the biggest transformation I've seen using a crystal because now I'm like, wow, that Septarian crystal had my back. It cleared out yeah. anything that was not in alignment and thank god it did so i think it, it's scary when it happens because the mold white septarian whatever whatever crystal it is it feels like oh my god what's happening yeah but sometimes we don't realize that kind of like almost pull back is actually propelling us forward like you say in that accelerated yeah. stage um in accelerated way where actually 
like with that girl's hindsight her perspective of the boyfriend was cheating she got her dream job in the end so it's like we can't always see what comes next or we can't see what's on the horizon but we got to trust the universe right we got to trust that that path is unfolding and that things are working out for our highest good so it probably does have that kind of like bad reputation as such but ultimately People maybe don't like change. People ultimately don't mm-hmm. want to face the very stuff that maybe they weren't kind of facing or, or you know, in a work wise. So it's always that hindsight, isn't it? Of, you know, for yourself, you have so many incredible success stories with Moldavite. It's transformed so much for you, same as that girl. But it's hearing those stories that you're like, oh, okay, like it's not as bad. It's not as scary. Like it is going to amplify things in so many ways. So my last question to you then, Mark, well, actually I've got two last questions, but my last, (laughs) last crystal question is if people are listening to this and they're like, this is fantastic. I've loved what um, Emma and Mark have shared. Where can people get started? What's your best tips for getting started with crystals? So I think when it comes to crystal healing, just start small. But like I say, it's all intuitively what feels best for you. Okay. So I say I, I've got like beginners bundles on my website, for example, where you get seven little tumble stones, you get a bracelet, a necklace, and a little rose quartz heart. And I do that because I want to make crystal healing accessible and easy because I know how hard it was for me um, getting into crystals. Obviously, I was just carrying them around. I didn't really know much about them but I knew that they were giving me some comfort and some benefit deep down inside, but I honestly didn't know the science behind them. So obviously it was just doing that research as well. So I even offer a crystal masterclass on my website um, in my academy, and that just helps people solidify their knowledge about, you know, what different shapes mean, what different colors mean, which chakras things align to, because if you're working with, like you were saying about your friend with the breast cancer, for example, that would have been exactly what I would have recommended as well, a rose quartz in the bra, because you're then moving that energy around that chakra. And people think, I know, but rose quartz is for self-love. And I'm like, yes, but it's also working with the chakra in your body. And if you're putting it close to your heart chakra, it's going to move that energy around, refresh it, revitalize it and rejuvenate it. So I always say, start out small, but ask intuitively what you think you should be doing um, with your crystals, whether that be just carrying them around in your pocket to start with. Then you could maybe, I don't know, do a little uh, meditation for five or 10 minutes just to see and ask the crystal kind of where it's going to help you on um, what kind of path you want to travel with that crystal. And then you could even like start and look into crystal grids or, you know, like full moon meditations where you're using them to utilize the, the and harness the power of the full moon. Like what we were saying earlier, it is all down to what works for you, what is um, the best practice for you and how you're going to then utilize those crystals afterwards as well. Brilliant. Love that, Mark. So where can everybody find you if they want to learn more about your work, more about your crystals or buy some Moldavite? Yes. So um, my website is cannycrystals.co.uk. And for all you, your lovely listeners as well, I'd like to offer a 10% discount code as well, which is the word podcast. Just enter that at checkout. And just to let you know as well, I've just launched my Canny Crystals Academy back in the start of January as well. So it's all, you know, self-development courses based around crystals and gratitude and manifesting. So for example, I've got a 31 days of gratitude. Um, but yeah, you can find me on Instagram, which is where I, I mainly hang out. Um, I also have TikTok as well, but they're all at Canny Crystals. But yeah, drop me a follow and start your crystal healing journey today. Yes, love it. Yes. And last question that I ask everybody before they leave the podcast is what is one piece of life advice that you'd like to leave my lovely listeners with? 
Great question. Um, I do think we've probably touched on this, but I think it's do what feels best for you. That jumps out at me straight away because spirituality is subjective. And I can't stress that enough. So much unhappiness in our lives comes from, you know, people pleasing. I put something on my Instagram about this last night, actually. And it comes from people pleasing and, you know, have other people believe that we're living our best lives 24-7. You know, typical Instagram lives. But self-validation is an inside job. Okay, don't look for self-validation in other people. Everyone has their own goal markers and their own life challenges, but only you can validate your life. And I think procrastination is something that used to rule my life. You know, like chew the frog, get that crappy task out of the way, because nine times out of 10, it won't be half as bad as you think it's going to be. And I put off some mediocre tasks so much like my well-being journal, for example. I said that I was going to create that two years ago. A year later, it was still sat as a draft and I got a chunk of my week blocked out to complete it and I sent it to print. And now it's one of my biggest sellers. And I think, why didn't I do that before? Do you know what I'm saying? So the same story with my subliminal audio downloads, you know, I put them off for so, so long because I thought they were going to be so difficult to make and take up all of my energy. But within a week or so, I had 15 variations on my website. And I know you spoke about blocking time with Marie Folio the other week and becoming a time genius. And I really resonated with that so much because I am a massive procrastinator. And I took so much away from that episode. So yeah, get shit done. The more energy you put out, the more energy you're going to get back in return, the more productive you are, the better your results are going to be. It sounds like such a simple concept, but some people need to really take that info in to truly hear it. Mm. And if you're an overworker and burnt out like I was, you need to do less and allow. <laughs> so yeah. it's like finding the balance. Finding the fine balance. It's a very, very fine line. Yeah. Amen to that. Well, thank you so much, Mark. As always, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you. And I've learned so much about crystals today. So I'm sure everybody else has. So thank you so much for sharing all your pearls of wisdom with us today. Thank you so much. I've absolutely loved catching up with you. So thank you so much, gorgeous souls, for listening to Mart and I's conversation today. I really hope you've enjoyed it. And of course, you can find a clickable link to Mart's work in the description below for ease. So thank you so much, gorgeous souls, for listening. I appreciate all your views and listens. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because I would love, love to see you again soon. Don't forget, you can also join my free Law of Attraction support group over on Facebook where you can join myself and other like-minded souls where we talk all things Law of Attraction and spirituality. I hope you have a wonderful week, whatever you're up to, and I'll I'll see you all in my next podcast episode, which will be next week. Lots of love. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.